video to uh, Scott Force Gump Voice is what I call him. And what he has is <clears throat> since he uh, doesn't even have a high school education, he lost Andy and I as taxpayers here in Lake Forest a lot of money. And the city in the next three to five years is going to do deficit spending that never should have done. They never should have done that. Never should have gone to deficit spending. And <clears throat> they have disaster developments. Uh, Parkside, it's owned by the Chinese, it's empty. Baldwin uh, Brothers Development, it's on a toxic waste dump, and the cause is going to be a disaster. But so you understand where we're coming from with this reaction video to the ridiculous lies he told on Tuesday. We're going to show you, we have him here, Andy O'Connor, the video that will lay out uh, a lawsuit where Scott Boyce lied to all of us, and we're going to prove it to you. And he stole one hundred and fifty thousand dollars with a fraudulent uh, uh, settlement, fraudulent lawsuit. Now we're going to have Andy here, and he's going to tell you pretty much exactly what happened. If it'll play. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good. You see things nice in Lake Forest. Doesn't mean things can go down quick or can go south quickly. Ask people in Flint, Michigan. City of Bell used to be a nice place. I used to live in Hawthorne, Torrance. Those used to be nice areas. But because of corruption, right? Local political corruption is not a victimless crime. As beautiful as this place is because of the management, the corruption, you have Baldwin uh, construction project on a toxic waste dump. Uh, Parkside is owned by the Chinese government, right? It is empty, right? And the cause is gonna be a disaster. Now, how does that happen? You have a, a, a city councilman who doesn't even have a high school diploma. And he's running the city into the ground. In three or five years, there's gonna be deficit spending. How does that happen? If we have Andy O'Connor here, we're gonna tell you why it's happening, why you should get involved, because now with COVID-19, the whole world has changed. The economy has changed. So we'll give you a baseline right here at his epic comic, uh, public comments a couple of weeks ago. Floyd says, I love Lake Forest. I'll do anything for Lake Forest. I love Lake Forest. Can you explain to us why you sued the city under um, Orange County Superior Court case number 30? Why do you claim $550,000 against the taxpayers of Lake Forest for a leg injury at Pittsburgh Park that's questionable? I gave the timeline here. 
September of 2017, right there, Thomas Miller. Well, we're going to stop it there for a second and interject. This is a reaction video. Uh, he sued for 550000 or for 550000 He got $150,000 settlement, but now more questions. There's, uh, when you go to the Superior Court website, there's a payment of $187,000 to defend the lawsuit. We don't even know what it is. We thought it was to defend the lawsuit. Now we know different. Now you go to the city's bank account where you can see, and you can see a payment out to this law firm, and it says to defend the lawsuit. Now, the last meeting, they said that all lawsuits go blindly to the insurance carrier, and they defend the lawsuit, and they decide if there's a settlement or not. So when you lie, right, it's hard to check with, to, with your lies. So there's a lot more questions. It's more... It's more than what the settlement. For the issue, it took March 22nd, 2018 to, for you to break your leg. The same day the city awarded a contract for repair. What a coincidence, Mayor. August 30th, 2018, you filed a claim to the city five months after your injury. On January 29th, 2019, you file a lawsuit 10 months after the injury. This October 14th, a hearing was made for summary judgment in your favor. December 14th, 20th, notice of dismissal, no, the city paid it up there. At his initial part of it in August, everybody should have known by now, right? What's going on? I'm talking about Deborah Rose, Mal, and the city council. Remember, uh, here's kind of skewed. But constitutionally, the only people who can make decision about taxpayer money, <clears throat> money is elected officials because we live in a representative democracy. But in this case, the city manager makes $350,000 salary and another 100,000 benefits, and each council member makes 8,700. So uh, it's set up for the city council and uh, BBK, which is the city of Bell, former city attorney, they bill around $3 million a year. So it's a mismatch. It's easy for the city manager and the city attorney to manipulate these part-time workers, which should be full-time. Over $550,000 for a questionable injury that I don't think you sustained. Bob Holtz right here, and he said that you told him over at Commerce Center, your leg injury is because your dog Pulled you out of your wheelchair. But you changed the story that you tripped on a little, small, little divot in the concrete. And our city attorney hired a, a crappy lawyer out of, out of Irvine to represent the city. Never brought any witnesses in. Now, one witness. Bob could have told you. I could have told you. We can stop it there. We did a great podcast with uh, Mike Prestonisi. It's horse racing true crime. But we interjected ADA because he has an ADA company. And he went through the lawsuit and there's many, many holes. They did a horrible job. This is the information we had right now at this point. They're supposed to be transparent with us, but we've had to do our own investigation for you. So you know why Kids Factory, instead of being $60 a month, is now $600 a month. Gardner could have told you, Randy Johns could have told you. Excuse me, your time is up. All right, so that's an ACLU violation. They got very upset at him doing that. Andy, right there at that point, had another 30 seconds. 42 seconds. No, it's 
Okay. Right. So Andy got under her skin, rattled voice at that point. He thought uh, he thought he was 30 seconds over when he was 30 seconds under. So now he's Andy's in a hole here, right? With time that this uh, dodo is not going to get back. Violating Andy's civil rights. But the city never, never reported. Well, he keeps interrupting. The council this lawsuit. Never told city council the settlement. But I'm going to get it because I submitted an S. Blake Forrest public records request. So, voids. So, this anti constitutional, right? Because the only elected officials are supposed to make decisions with taxpayers' money. You have to come clean. Why did you? And is a mandate. Mandated reporter, insurance reporter, I have to report fraud, waste, and abuse. You, sir, committed fraud, waste, and abuse against your insurance carrier. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to make this into a uh, podcast. So you can listen to, for the people listening on the podcast, uh, the city councilman cursing. They brought out several times mandated reporter mocking him because it got, you don't start mocking people. This is inside your head. Next speaker is Randy Johnson. Uh, I'll go ahead and play this because this one shows how insecure Scott is and grovels. Lake Forest resident. Uh, you know, normally I get up here and stick to the topic. I don't focus on personal. Between 15 and 20 seconds left on my public comment back on June 1st. Item number 11 on the marijuana um, uh, lab issue, okay? And you cut me short. You interrupted me, okay? We have a right when we come up here by law to the full 30 seconds. I sent you an email and I asked for an apology and you ignored me. You did not get back to me. That's the only reason I'm here today because apparently you have a real problem owning up to responsibility when you do things wrong, sir. And I expect an apology from you for what you did. For interrupting me when I had time on the clock and then I lost my train of thought. Yeah, the roads think they're above the law. Now, watch the insecurity and the groveling and the weakness. Take your position, okay? Because you're not, sir, you're not fit to be mayor of the city of Lake Forest. Thank you. So, Randy, I actually do owe you an apology, and I do, I apologize if you take it. Yeah, Andy pointed this out. Mike Versanese was very upset about this. You're not supposed to wear a hat when the American flag's in place. And during a Pledge of Allegiance, right? You never do that. He did it. Look how he's dressed. He doesn't care. Right, he thinks the uh, 150,000 he got it's it's uh end all be all, but we live in Southern California. 150,000 does not last that long, especially when your buddy uh Mercedes says you use like he does. But the fact that I, when I push my mic here, here my timer goes off, so that's what it was. Yeah, you guys got him with that scheme because they didn't do it last time, but this is a complete disaster. So before we go to his reaction video. Do you have any thoughts, uh, Andy? Andy O'Connor, 30-year resident taxpayer, 
the Foothill Ranch, California. Well, I just presented facts. You know, I had the I had the facts from the his uh, first claim to the city for five hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars, and that fifty thousand was just for medical. Five hundred thousand was just this gray area general. Okay, so that's pretty significant. And then he already had health insurance. Right. You know, he has health insurance, so there's no reason for the city to pay him $50,000, that's right. ridiculous. So after that, he found a lawyer, they filed a case in the Supreme, uh, Orange County Supreme Court over in- uh, Well, supposedly- Superior Court, excuse me, in Newport Beach. Right. And they accepted, the, uh, accepted it, they went through the process, they had a agreement, and then um, they got whittled down from 550 to 150. Scott gets 135,000, the wife, gets 15,000 for consternation. And I don't know what her issue was, but it's obvious now if you go by the house, they have two Mercedes-Benz SAVs parked in the park in the driveway. And those are both $40,000. So he might've leased them, I don't know. But it looks like he uh, had a pretty good payday and uh, spoiled the family, the wife and the daughter with the SAV, so. Well, the problem with it is if Scott made a big sale, I'll be like, wow. Even though I don't like the guy, I would say, wow, how do you do that? Let me learn from Scott, the, the great businessman. But no, it's taxpayer money obtained fraudulently. He's a pathological liar from a long time ago, and we'll show you. So now we're going to go to his pathetic response, right? So now I say it's, um, it's lied, denied. And now he cries. Right. So I brought up in the city council the actual documents and everything. He denied it, said it never happened uh, on the July 20th uh, council meeting. And then uh, he lied again. And now that we've got all the facts, now he's crying. Right. And watch him cry here. He's a. Anti-personality disorder. We'll read through what anti-personality disorder is, and uh, we'll break down his lies. That all statements that have been posted about me, my wife, and my minor daughter on social media, I feel a need to respond to the recent statements posted and have been spread about me, my wife, and my daughter. While I am a public service and proud of it, and I have put myself in the public eye, there are limitations. And now I, want to, I want to give context to that because he needs to be specific. True Lake Forest Washington, discussing page, we're watching right now, people in the podcast, we've got a really good audience. It kind of shook him up. So when he says that his daughter his wife's being attacked a lot of people are going to think me or i thought of me because i attacked them now the reason i attacked them is i was going on my happy-go-lucky way i really didn't know these people and i'm just getting signatures for the for a recall of a consulate you know just democracy first amendment rights and dwight robinson goes on social media and calls me a pedophile i'm a man with a clean criminal record have two master's degrees, securities licenses, and he's spoiling my name in the community needlessly. I'm lucky that I have you know clients all over the country and here in Southern California. That didn't affect me, but who who isn't as fortunate, lucky, and good as I am get afforded that? 
Then afterwards, he called me a thug from Compton with no evidence, right? No evidence. So when you fire back, they start crying, right? They can they they can dish it out, but they can't take it. Well, the other thing, Scott, I mean, uh, Josh is what White says right here. He says these are rumors, rumors about me and his family. Right. First of all, it's nothing to do with his family. It has to do with you, Mayor, and they're not rumors, they're facts. They're facts. This is the whole lie to deny that he said he even filed a lawsuit. Right. Okay. So he he lied, denied, and now that it's come out. Now he's turning it around. Number one, calling it rumors. Right. And number two, he's saying his wife and his daughter's involved. He's not involved. He's sucking them in with this whole victim thing. So it's not. He's uh, actually not using it. them as uh, exactly to inspire sympathy. Exactly. Exactly. He's using them as a smokescreen. Yeah, the so, despicable human being that he is. So let's we listen to more of his epiphany here. Included their family members. Okay, my wife and daughter did not choose to be in politics, but they support me in my effort and my longing to make a difference for this city, for this nation. He hasn't joined it to the ground. That we are in this nation. These kinds of rumors and attacks that have been laid against my wife, my daughter, and myself are wrong. With politics. That is exactly what's wrong with politics. Nobody's saying a good thing about the people that are trying to do good work. On you don't do anything. The fact that he makes it harder for all of us to do a good work. But I try to live my life with a set of values and a purpose to be the best husband, father, and person I can be. The attacks on my wife and daughter. That's yeah, so when somebody says trust you, that's when you know not to trust them. <laughs> are wrong and they need to stop. I also need to respond to some false statements about my injury and legal claim. The injury, myself, I injured myself badly on a city sidewalk, breaking my femur right above my right knee. The injuries were made worse, and the recovery was more difficult because I am a paraplegic. My accident resulted in time in the hospital, a surgery, therapy, prescription, and I was unable to drive, so I was not able to go to work. My wife had to drive me around when it got stable enough to be moved around. My wife and daughter were forced to provide. All right, let's stop right there. Some people uh, get fooled by the fact that he's in a wheelchair. It also has to be like Thomas. That Thomas had to see uh, Jesus's wound to believe it, right? So if you want to see the lawsuit, you can message us. We'll, get, we'll send you the settlement. But to give you a visual, we'll give you a visual right now. Right. That is. And we'll go through the evidence and get Andy's reaction. Right. That's a lawsuit. Says right there, Scott Voits, Stephanie Voits. Against the city of the forest. Right. There it is. So he's the mayor of the town suing the taxpayers, suing himself. Like he, like Andy says, he lost the money. Five hundred fifty thousand dollars he wanted. Right. <clears throat> March twenty second, twenty eighteen. Now, he said he was injured badly. That his wife and them have to put everything around. And we gave you the dates of the lawsuit, right? So he's injured badly. Uh, and I'll give Andy a choice. We can wait till the end or we can react to it. Hey, so I'll show it twice. So it, it drives home to you, right? So he's injured so badly. 
that two months later, right there, July 23, 2018, he's at the Brad Paisley concert with all these people around, right? Yeah, so two yeah. months later, there he is at the you know at a, at a concert, right? Smiling with his wife, and his right. wife wants to sue the city too. She's got her hand in the in the in the money pile. Come on, give me some money. Give me some money. Well, I own a business, right? So uh, I only have so much time for this, but there is uh, workers' comp out there. So supposedly he was walking his dog and the dog pulling him off the chain is the story he tells us i don't know how he's gonna how he's gonna pull uh he was working too he was doing city business or i don't know i gotta see what the claim is because he's doing it with taxpayers money she looks fine to me and that picture of the Brad Paisley concert. Without the help of my wife and my daughter, who have taken care of me, I would not have been, I have been stuck in an assisted living home for a time to recover. Until the Brad Paisley concert. Right. Had to lift me from my bed in a hoist to get me on the wheelchair so I just make it to go into the restroom. What she went through is, is, is heaven sent because I've been blessed. You're only, you're only as good as those that are around you, and I've been blessed. The claim for my accident was handled and paid for by the city's insurance, just as other claims filed against the city every year. Just because I am a city councilman does not mean that I don't have the same rights as any other resident of the city of Lake Forest. I was seriously injured, and I had a long and difficult recovery. The law provides a process for this which I followed. The settlement I received from the city's insurance company helped to pay for my injury, my hospitalization, surgery, and recovery. So the fact that everybody's claiming... Everybody. It, Who's it's, everybody? It's, it's the atmosphere that is actually what's wrong with America today. You're what's wrong it's with America. culture style, and it just needs to stop. So thank you. Yeah, so what's your reaction to that uh, dribble? Okay, so he explained the victim, you know. The thing is, folks, as I said in my video on July 6th, he told four people that his dog pulled him out of his wheelchair. That right. was, I'm not denying he had an accident. I'm not denying he broke his femur. I'm not denying that. Okay, how can I? He went to the hospital, the records there. I'm denying, I'm bringing up how it happened. Okay. He right. told four people that this dog pulled him out. Now, after all this happens, it seems like him and his wife concocted this story. Okay. As I've given you dates, and they turn this thing around and they're going to sue the city for $550,000. Right. And they're going to see how far they get with it. So, what happens? They had a, uh, a settlement hearing and i guess they decided to uh settle for $150,000 which is still not right because it was an accident caused by his dog and right. then what's he say here he needs that money to pay for his hospital bills he doesn't have to pay for that he's got health insurance right so again he's weaving the facts wrong and it shows his inability 
uh, on how to how to do things. Right. So for, he's saying, okay, if that's the case, Mayor Voights, show us the invoices of total $150,000. If you got a $150,000 settlement, show me the invoice from the hospital, from the doctor, from the neurologist, from the anesthesiologist, from the ambulance company, that totals $150,000. Because you can't, your insurance company paid for that. So you and your wife walked away, your net after your lawyer took his money was $105,000. Right. You, on this thing, you walked away with 200, I mean, with a $105,000 in uh, just, you got a check in December of 2020. And just coincidentally, when you go by your house, there is not one, but two Mercedes SAVs in your driveway. Probably right. one for your wife and one for your daughter. So, so I'm wondering if the 887000 so far should descend because of the insurance company sued. So now they're getting evidence from us. So now we'll provide some context so you know what we're talking about. This time we're gonna, what we're gonna do so you, so you get some context is that the problem is he's a habitual liar, right? Uh, here well, let me say one more thing. Yeah. On this. He, you know, as he wraps this up, he points a finger back to politics, the cancel culture. Cancel culture has got nothing to do with this discussion. Nothing right. to do with it. Why he's pulling cancel culture is just, again, He's flailing around out there because he knows what he did, and he's just he's just grabbing for anything. He's trying for a distraction. Right. He says, "Oh, cancel culture! It's got to stop." You know, smart people can figure out. Mayor Voigt, it's got nothing to do with cancel culture. This right. is really straight straightforward. Okay, you got hurt. Your dog did it. That's over with. Why are you concocting a story and going to to the taxpayers, me? Okay, and you say, "Oh, don't worry, Andy. The insurance company paid." You don't think the insurance companies can come back and jack up our premiums? Or sue you, because they sue the city now. There's more money going down the drain. So if the premiums go up for that, we can't have other activities. In the, I mean, small things like you, you cancel the calendar, you cancel doggy bags in the, in the parks, you cancel, you know, kid factory budgets reduce 90%. You know, all these ridiculous people, oh, I don't care. Well, I do care. Right. Because it takes money away from other areas. And it explains why uh, we're going to be in deficit spending three to five years, right? And then another thing, Councilman Pecanio uh, from District 5 and Servo from District 1, you know what their reaction was? What's it on our watch? We were sworn in on uh, November 2020. This happened before. It's not on our watch. And I says, well, 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 the settlement was paid under your watch. You should ask what's going on. And they had no answer to it. So, well, the problem with that, right, it's a culture of corruption, quid pro quo. So what you have here are people that also put money in the, in the pockets of the campaign of Serbo uh, and Picania, right? You got BIA, Sunpack, Brookfield. And what they do is instead of what's best for the taxpayer, they're doing what's best for them. Now, here's Don Wagner. He's a uh, board of supervisors too. District he, three. District three. North Orange County. Yeah, he's employed uh, Scott for, for years. Twenty years, and he's ignored the settlements for sexual harassment, uh, physical harassment by women. Now, I don't even know how he, he gets away with it with me too, but I don't think he can get away with it much longer as he's going to be a run for his life next time, right? So, Scott Voice tells stories. Why? My wife's a psychotherapist, but I have the DSM, right? And he's classic. There's 3% of the population. 
antisocial personality disorder, lack of remorse, frequent lying. So we've seen him now at the city council, keeps lying. Lack lying, lying and denying, lying and denying. Even with facts there and he knows the story, facts are there and it's all about him. He, he's flat out told to me right there on the dais under the thing that says, trust in God. He lied about it and denied it. Right. Interpret 3% of the population is this. This is from dialectical statistical model. So five out of seven means you got it. He's got four so far. Superficial harm. We'll show you that right now. Lack of positive emotions. He is kind of stoked in a certain way. Distorted sense of self, right? And constant source of new sensation. And that's why Andy explained to me why he, this Mercedes SUVs, and why he takes cash for city council votes. Maybe he doesn't need it. He knows it's kind of dangerous and risky, but he likes that constant source of new sensation, right? And we'll show you this video, and then we'll get a, a reaction from Andy. And this is him uh, telling stories and kind of demonstrating that uh, personality. Now, this is eight days after the accident. So that's something to look at too, right? He says he was hurt badly. He looks fine to me. You hear the crying thing again? Yeah. The fake crying? Yeah, yes. Eight days after that accident, it looks fine to me. Uh, $950,000 worth of uh, medical injuries. So, all of the statements, yeah, in the settlement, your reaction, maybe. Well, you know, I feel sorry for the guy, I really do. I mean, I still feel sorry that he's a paraplegic. Um, you know what? Google Brian from Grazio, just Google it, folks. Brian from Grazio is a, a a friend of mine back in upstate New York. He's a paraplegic also. He was coming home one night, hit a tree, and a uh, bad car accident, became a paraplegic, paraplegic. But go read his story and see what he's done in his life. It's, it's phenomenal. He's really a great human being. However, when you compare that to Mayor Voigt's and the shenanigans he's pulled, it's like, don't give me this, you're a paraplegic. And because you're paraplegic, um, these things happen because just compared against Brian Fagrazio, it's totally different. And we're going to play you one more video and then we'll have a closing thought. All right. This video is a while back. Again, we're showing a pattern because what is it, right? You forgive people when it's a pattern that's hurting people. And you say, how does it hurt? Middle-class families, they're getting hit with after-school care. The Astro School Care Program here in the richest country in the world, in the richest state in the world, one of the more wealthiest, wealthier areas in the state, the after school program was $60 a month. Because of their mismanagement, right? It's now $600 a month. Also, Scott voted against having school guards. And regardless, crossing guards at the street. Yeah, crossing guards. He guard. says that that's the school district's responsibility, even though the city has been doing it for 30 years. Again, they're looking at the budget, and he's taking out the big red pens as well. 
let's make the school district pay for this. We're not paying for this. Well, I'm an educator. And always the general thing is the school takes care of things within the campus and from the wall to the street, that's the city or the county to take responsibility. Right. Boyce is just taking out his red pants and nope, I'm not going to pay it, but it's okay for us to pay him $150,000. Come on, folks. Right. And the, the other thing is that at the local level, all these platitudes and philosophies, oh, I'm fiscal conservative, we're going to pay. Well, you need to get things done. Just make it happen, especially if you have the money to protect the kid from a child, pre- a child predator. That's it. You don't need to, especially a guy like that who doesn't even have a high school diploma. Leave it alone. Get it done. Protect the kids, right? You do whatever to protect the kids. You're not, not even a board supervisor. You're not a congressman. You're not a senator. You're just a city councilman, man. Just get it done. Stop trying to big time us, right? And we're going to show you this video. Again, pattern of lying. This is about two years ago. And then we'll close. Here he is again. He's the mayor. Okay, the head guy. More lies. responsibilities, the residents keep getting increases from the Orange County Sheriff's Department. Have you once challenged the Orange County Sheriff's Department? And can you provide competitive bid policy to save the taxpayers money? Next, you talked about community safety. Do you ever notice the loitering at the corner of Toronto and Orange? And what have you done about this? Next, address city needs. Completion of Portola Parkway right, right here. Now, this should be a no-brainer seeing your real money with the mayor of the city of Irvine. Why hasn't anything moved forward on this? You talked about it. Give us an update. Report, please, on it. Exhibit number two is the city of Irvine year-to-date hours work by Scott Woods. Well, 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 what do we have here? 390 hours of work. And you're averaging 10 hours a week. Okay. Divide that by six days. Five days a week, excuse me, that's six hours a day. I believe you're spending more time in the city of Irvine than you are in the city of Lake Forest, sir. And what else is interesting is you always want to talk to the representative from Eldora High School, no charges, buddy, buddy. But you voted against Proposition 54, which would have funded sound like a unified school district. And if Proposition 54 would have gone through, we would have bankrupted the school district. So that's the real stock point. And 
the reaction, Andy. Uh, more yeah, you know, some people say, you know, Andy, just, uh, you know, some people say, you know, so what, Andy? What's, you know, it's a big thing about education. Well, that's true. They say, you know, some people, you know, really had a good uh, life and things like that. It's the point of the thing. He says these things that are not true. And it's a pattern over and over again. All right. And it's black and white. And now we've got this lawsuit. Uh, denied, lied, and cried, I call it, because we caught him red-handed, in fact, and there's, you know, countless other things that he's voted on in the council, you know, he says he doesn't want more traffic and noise and crowding, things like that, but what's he do? He approved the 700-plus home uh, from the Nakase Nursery. He, he Yeah, he approved the Serrano Summit, that's another 600. He approved Portola Hills, Iron Ridge, that's another 300. So what happens is he approves all these things, and about four years later, after they're built, they come to fruition, people come to the council meeting and say, what the hell is going on here? Okay, because they don't know the whole process. And Voice is like, well, you know, sorry, we voted on that five years ago, and the houses are built, there's not much we can do. And I took some money from the developer for right, that vote. Right. And then the other thing with the with the Nakase, August 2019, they made a PowerPoint presentation to the city council. We're going to build up. There's going to be an elementary school right on the corner. So, of course, the city council says, well, that's great. We'll vote for it. Guess what, folks? When you go to the website that says themeadowslakeforest.com, there's no mention of a website. So if your kids go to Foothill Ranch Elementary, they're going there. And if your kids go to Lake Forest Elementary, they're going there, which means more traffic on your streets. That's what it means. Right. And shame on Lake Forest for showing apathy. And having a guy without a high school diploma making decisions. Because the other side of it is, again, like I said, in Andy and I are old, we've seen things go south really bad at some places. Uh, when I lived in Hawthorne, it was really nice. And then maybe 10 years uh, later, it was a war zone. So a guy with a high school diploma like this guy, right, a short-term thinker, he's easily manipulated, right? We have Sean Steele who's in trouble, he's going to be indicted for China, right? He donates to Scott's campaign all the time and tells Scott what to do, and he's overmatched. He is overmatched against this guy. The Nikazi is uh, Toll Brothers, and Toll Brothers, hey, they have a huge problem right now because, but they're with China, right? And then to show even more that he's not the brightest star in the sky, Right, he still has on his Facebook page. You saw him crying, saying he was so hurt. He still has on his Facebook page here, right? A few months after the accident, he looks fine to me. All right, May twenty eighth, two months after the accident, he's out and about fine. I don't know you, but if I'm really bad out, I'm staying home in bed. I'm not just going out out and about. Right, and you say, oh, he wasn't there, right. Iris Hesa, it was a blessing and honor to have your presence here at Memorial Service. Thank you so much, dear brother. So he went, he was out and about May 28th, a couple months later, not just crying, oh, my wife's a saint, blah, 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 right? The proof is in the pudding, right? But it's, but it's facts, something you can prove to be true. How you do it with evidence, direct evidence, video with corroboration documentation with corroboration contemporaneously 
eyewitness testimony is the worst. So you got to have like 10 people. We have five hearing his stories. We see that type of stories. So he again, thought, yeah, he thought he could get away with this. Right. He thought he could get away with, but with our investigation, we found out about it. And he was surprised. Like, how did they find out about it? Well, we did. That's why he denied and he lied. And now that it's very clear that we have the documents and the settlement, he now cries. And he cried July 6th about it, or excuse me, July 20th about it. And he turns it around that his wife and his daughter are victims. Well, Scott, it's because of the situation you created, okay? We never went after your wife and your daughter. You're the one that filed the $550,000 and put $150,000 in your, in your back pocket. Don't turn this around like that. But that's, folks, that's him. That's what he does time and time again. You go to the city council meeting, you give him facts and things like that. He turns it around that you're the bad guy. Okay. When you With tell the broad city, generalities, never specific. When you go to the city council, you give him black and white, like, why are we spending this when it should cost us this? He gets all defensive. He says, well, there you go again. And all that. I go, that's what I'm supposed to do. I come here with facts and figures, but whatever I do. And how does he end the thing? We got to end this cancel culture. What does cancel culture have to do with a $550,000 lawsuit? See, that's how he gets all mixed up on stuff. He just like, he's constantly spinning. And he, he shouldn't have the position. He really should. And it's your tax money, right? Right. And people that are listening throughout the country, people are watching throughout the company, there's your Scott Voice in your city council and on your county board. You're going to have to do your own research, and it's your tax money. Flint, Michigan was once a nice place. So it was in Bell, California, until those councilmen figured a way to scheme and drain it. And guess who their city attorney was? Best, best, and Krieger. They were on the sidelines watching the whole thing collapse. And we've got the same one with Mel Richardson as our city attorney for years and watching this whole circus go by. And we paid them. 1.2 million dollars. Yeah, that's what we're gonna close, but we're gonna close with months, this. That's a hundred thousand dollars a month. Mel, you ain't working a hundred thousand dollars a month in hours. And if there's any kind of settlement, that's on top of it, folks. Just a BB and K. Best best and Krieger's law firm, the city of Lake Forest, 1.2 million dollars. I'm not exaggerating, it's right there. Divide that by 12, that's a hundred thousand dollars a month. That's a lot of dough, folks, is going out the other end. Money coming in, money going out, and it's that, not going to you. That that triggers something. We'll close with this. We'll watch this video again. The reaction. Yeah, this, this is excellent. This is bad on so many levels, right? So this is Mel Richardson, the left-hand corner, squirming in his seat as at the July sixth when I'm asking uh, Voice questions. And what's uh, Mel? He can't talk, but he's going to send baseball signals. Watch, see, right across the lips. You need to be quiet. And sure enough. Richard, uh, he stopped, so. Right, and it was, the problem with this is that, uh, and this is a guy, he's a lawyer, so he needs to know the constitution, right? So he is not an elected official. This is the, re that's why he's saying he's not talking, because this is against the law. Thought nobody was watching. Then at the other city council, meaning they're not giving you this view. So they can break the law. They think they're above the law. Yeah, but there he is giving a thing to tell him to be quiet, and right after that, he's quiet, right?
You can't do that. And Neves was watching. Neves actually a straight shooter. That's why you see that impression on his face. He's like, this is fucked up. He gave a presentation straight out, but he's like, this is ridiculous. There you go. And he thinks he's smart. Nobody's watching. We, we were born one day, but it wasn't yesterday, Mal. You watch that again? Yeah. Come on. That's, and that's kind of showing that they're in trouble, my, my friends. They're in trouble. They know they're in trouble. Uh, there's probably things that we don't even know about because we got regular jobs, we got regular lives. But do your research. Uh, freedom is not free. We saw what happened January 6th. Some people are gun ho for a civil war. So things can get real. Even if you're in a podunk town, this is a relatively small town. Uh, when you see what's going on. Any last words, Andy O'Connor? We're a small town. We shouldn't be going through this drama. No, not at all. This drama. Not at all. We got be very a guy boring. here that knows the weakness and uh, where to, to, to catch the dough, and that's exactly what he's doing. But taxpayers' money. That's and his wife's in on it too, and and they and they and they cry victim, victim. Well, they didn't call victim when they got that check for one hundred fifty thousand, did they? But when they got found out, now it's a oh my god, oh my god, we're victims now. The taxpayers are victims. Sorry. Yeah, she doesn't want to get involved, but she did put her name on the lawsuit. Exactly. And taking taxpayers' money. This right. is not a business she started. Right. She's doing well. Right. It's taxpayers' money. Right. Her name was on the original uh, front page, top left-hand corner, to the uh, Orange County Superior Court, and she also signed that she received the settlement. Scott got one hundred thirty-five thousand. She got fifteen thousand dollars for emotional damages. Oh my goodness. So. Yeah, I guess it is a stock. Out. Yeah, so I guess she's driving around that Mercedes SAV. And you got workers' comp claim, right. the insurance company selling it back, and who knows what else is out there. However, Andy and I are old, so we know it's a business decision. You always get a lot more by giving than getting. As a British lit major, I always close every podcast with Sir Winston Churchill. We make a living from our labor, but we make a life from what we give. Listen, Scott Voice. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the uh, I Love South Orange County podcast and uh, the video. All right. Any feedback, as always, let us know. That's why this one goes.